What's going on, y'all? Jesus Hilario Hernandez here. We like to think that we're, we're that we're rich, or for some reason we want to have nice. We want to have stuff to show people that we that we're a certain status. I want to say. Uh, and these, I'm just it's just me just talking. If you guys have comments or questions, leave them below. And, you know, hopefully we can have a discussion about this. But these are just my thoughts. And the way that we, the way in doing so, like, like showing that, wanting to show that we have stuff, you know, by purchasing stuff on, in debt, that actually keeps us from, because that, it's like we want to show that we're rich, that we have money, that we're well off, right? And when we do that in debt, in reality, it doesn't make us well off because we're borrowing money. Uh, you know, you we're taking away from our, our future financially, be, you know, through the form of payments. Um, inst- you know, instead of actually, you know, putting those payments to something that's going to have, you're going to be able to have money later on for retirement. We're putting it into these things to show that we're being that that we're well off and that we're rich and that we have nice stuff. Which, if we keep doing that and keep doing that and keep doing that up until we're like fifty or sixty years old, then we're not going to have any money to to stop to be able to stop working and actually, you know, live, you know, do stuff that we want to do. You know, uh, so it's just like a. It's kind of like a facade, I want to say. It's like a fake. It's like a front to to the actual indicators of wealth that we actually have. You know, because if, if all our money is tied up in that stuff, where's the money for ourselves later on? You know what I'm saying? And that's and that's not selfish. It sounds selfish. Oh, I want money for myself later on. But it's actually responsible with money because... You're thinking about yourself, yourself for later. You know what I'm saying? It's it's basically like, like taking care of yourself physically. You're thinking about yourself for later. You know what I mean? And at the same time, it's not easy to do that because you it takes hard work. You got to get up early in the morning, or you got to make time to work out. You know, it's it's kind of like the same thing with finances. Finances. You know, we know that we have to not go into debt. You know, we know that we have to save money for retirement. You know, we know that we need a budget so we can tell our money where to go, you know. Um, and and like all these things, you know, if we don't do them, just like working out, if we don't do them, then our body's going to deteriorate faster, you know. We're going to get sick more often. It's just, that's just how it is. Same thing with money. If we don't save money for retirement, we're not going to have any money when we get there, you know. And... You know, I've heard people's mentality like, well, I may, I may not live to 62 and a half or 65 or whatever the retirement age is. I'm like, dude, that's, let's, let's break that down. Like, what is that? W- why do we say, I, I may not live till then? So what happens if you do live, like, think about it. What happens if you do live till then? You're, you, I mean, you based all of your, your, your thought process on, you know, dying before then and you're not dead. What? I mean, <laughs> you still got to live the rest of that, that time. And 
all the time you were saying I could, you know, I may not live to then, you could have been putting money that time. You know what I mean? It's it's just kind of, I don't know, it's just kind of weird when people say that. I'm like, what? You know, like, be smart about it, you know? And, uh, excuse me, there's, I mean, there's a lot of, a lot of wisdom out there that, that people think is smart. Like, oh, we need a credit score. You know, that's, that's the smart thing to do. You know, the credit score is, is the smart thing to do. Uh, you know, and that's wisdom that I don't think is very, you know, very good to have because it is taken away from your future financially. You're, 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 we're basically giving money to banks with interest that we could be giving ourselves and making interest on. You know, uh, and, you know, you know, lenders, payday lenders, they're, they're the ones that are actually getting rich off. You know, they're, if we think about it, they're the actual one, actually, the actual ones that are getting rich in this process. When we think that we are rich, when we have, when we show people that we have nice stuff, we're actually making them rich. We're making the people that we don't borrow money from. We're making the banks rich in interest. We're making, uh. You know, payday lender loan people rich with it, with the interest that we pay them. Uh, we're making like, you know, Best Buy, all these places, you know, Ford Motor Company, General Motors, these people we borrow money from for our cars. They're the ones that are actually getting rich off of our money, if we really think about it. And, that, you know, this mentality, oh, I'm always going to have a car payment. Well, dude, if you think that you're, if you think that you're always going to have a car payment, you're always going to have a car payment. Me and my wife are living examples that we don't always have to have a car payment. You know, and and sometimes you go, and you really have to face the reality. What kind of car would you actually drive if you didn't have a car payment? It's got to be, you know, a couple, you know, several years older. Doesn't have to be the nicest thing to get you to, from point A to point B, but hey, it's a plan. You know what I'm saying? If you really want a car, that's worth as much as your, you know, as as the car note is worth. Forty thousand dollar car, you know. Try, you know. If you save up that money, like imagine if you save up that amount of money, how long will it take you? How much hard work would it take you? When you actually go to buy that car, with you know, say you save up that that much money, you go to buy the car. Put forty thousand dollars of cash on a table right now and look at it. And, and think about all the hard work that it took for you to make that $40,000. Take that, imagine taking that, giving that to the person for in exchange for the truck or the car or whatever you want to get for that $40,000. You know, do you really want to pay that much for a car? And then two, that $40,000, you're not going to see it again. If you go to sell that car that you buy with that $40,000, you're not going to see it again because the value goes down. Immediately, as soon as you as soon as you make that transaction, the value of that car goes down. You're never going to get that forty thousand dollars back. It's not a good investment. My point is, think about the hard work and the hard money that it takes to buy what you're buying. You know what I'm saying? In all our all our money, and it's easier to to say, oh, I can afford it, rather than saving up for it to actually buy it cash. You know that, but that's a sacrifice. You know, it's either save up. It's if you we go if you go that route, it's either save up forty thousand to buy a brand new car, or save up half of that twenty thousand, sixteen thousand, ten thousand, nine thousand to get a you know a used car 
which function is to help you get from one place to another, it's not an indicator of wealth because you lose value in it. It's it's a car. You know, and we're sacrificing our retirement, you know, being less by 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 going into car payments. Five hundred dollars is the average car payment. The average five hundred dollars. Might be five fifty, I don't know, we'll say five hundred dollars. You know, if you put that into a 401k or a Roth IRA, which doesn't have to be tied to your job. It's a Roth IRA is basically like a 401k. It's if your job doesn't offer it, you can get it from like like Vanguard or Fidelity or something like that. We get it from American Funds Capital Group. That's where we have our Roth IRA. So the Roth IRA or 401k, if you save it into that for years and years and years, that car payment that you say that you're always going to have, instead of always having that car payment, have always a retirement payment for yourself for later. See, You see where this is going? Like these mentalities that, oh, I'm always going to have a car payment. You always have a car payment because you always want a nice car, period. You always want the newest and the nicest car. That's why you're always going to have a car payment. But we, I mean, we don't want, to, we don't want that type of sacrifice. We want to show people that we're, we have indicators of wealth. We want to show people that we have a nice car. You know, so that we can show them, look, hey, I'm well off. You know, I'm good. And, and then we walk around saying, oh, I'm always going to have a car payment. Like thinking that it's, it's smart, you know. So that's, that's the car payment. Uh, and, uh, you know, and, you know, paying off our house. And it's like, <laughs> we have, sometimes we have two car payments, you know, America, you know, families. Sometimes we have two of those. That's $1,000 of your money going to car payments. And you have a mortgage. Shoot. More than likely, you're, you're not making enough money to pay for your lifestyle. Because you're probably at the steakhouse every weekend without a budget. No wonder everybody's nervous and uptight and all the time. Like everybody, because when I go out, I mean, I, I I'm just like this too. Like, you know, I don't like to be around people. You know, I try to avoid as much as possible. But when I have to, like, I'll, I'll be social. You know what I mean? I have to be social. But. Like on my days off, I have to go to the bank or I have to do chore, you know, chores or or honeydews or whatever I got to do. People are just they're rude, uptight, you know, very, uh, you know, selfish and stuff. And I I guarantee you, I I want to I'm led to think that it's because of money. I mean, think about it, money. How how would we get along without money? I mean, you can, we can live in the woods, you know what I'm saying, without money. You know, say we could plant. We can hunt. We can get our water from from rivers. You know, we can do that. But when it comes to being in a society, there, there's a there's a form of exchange that happens between humans. You know, one human has it's like say say one human has water on their land, and I don't have any water on my land. And they say they don't have corn on their land, but I have corn on my land. I'd be like, hey, let's make a trade. I'll give you some corn, you give me some water. You know, that's the transaction that happens. 
it's come all the way up until today where the transaction involves money. We go to the, I mean, we go to the store to buy, you know, a bag of oranges. How much do we, how do we, how do we get the bag of oranges? We can steal it, which is illegal. You know, it's one of the commandments, thou shalt not steal. Or we can pay for it. You know, so transactions, everyday transactions involve money. Whether we like it or not, whether we think that money is a bad thing or not, we have it in our pocket. We got it in our bank account. So everybody's evil in that case because everybody has money. So we got to be we got to be responsible with money. We have to um, be smart with it. That way we can have more of it because it's I mean, it's not all about just buying stuff either. It's about saving the money and it's about giving the money. You know, sometimes like sometimes you 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 have this thing we have this thing in our in our hearts like oh man I wish I could help that person you know financially or or whatever you know and we give you know that's another thing we do with money we give it away because why do we give it away you know sometimes sometimes people give it away so that you know like on like on uh, on social media they're like oh look I'm giving this money to this homeless person so that they can look nice you know, some people don't have to put that on social media. They just do it out of the kindness of their heart without having without telling anybody. You know what I mean? Like giving is a it's a it's something that we do with money. My neighbor, if I if we didn't have money in that transaction with corn and water, I could just feel compassion for him because he the dude's hungry, all he has is water. I'm like, here dude, here's some corn. You know what I mean? You can do that too. So you give it, you give your money, you save your money, and you spend your money. Those are the three things that we do with money. You know, we can add another, we can add a fourth one. We can say the fourth one is we burn money. We just set it on the table and <clears throat> catch fire to it and it just burns and goes away and we don't ever see it again. So we give, save, and spend. Those are the main three things. Uh, you know, and when you, when we give money or when we do all those things, the best thing to do is have a budget. Budget is an ugly word. Nobody likes it. I wish there was another word for it, but it's just ugly. And we, you know, we got to face that word. Budget. What is a budget? A budget is responsibility with money. You tell every, all your money where to go before you before the check comes in. You know, get just get a piece of paper. You don't even need a spreadsheet. You don't need any type of computer. Get a piece of paper and a pencil. You know, every you get paid bi-weekly, okay? If I get paid bi-weekly and I know I, I, I got to pay the rent on the first, the month before, the month before, I get from the first week and the second week, half of the rent each. Half of the rent here, half of the rent here. On the first, it's paid because I took it out the two weeks before. You know, the, the, the four weeks before I'm getting paid bi-weekly, I'll take 800 here. I'll take 800 from this check, put, it, put them inside an envelope so you don't touch it. You know, put it on the top shelf so nobody touches it. When it comes time to the first, go to the top shelf, take it out, pay it on the first. That's budgeting. That's responsibility with money. You know, and the majority, a lot, you know, a good majority of us don't do a budget. You know, that's the foundation. When my wife and I got out of debt, uh, before we started saving and investing, we got on a budget. 
we 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 wrote this down. We wrote down. We we said okay. We we need gas. We need uh, you pay utilities. We need to pay food. We need, we got our phone payment. We got our, we got our car. Uh, you know our car payment. We got our uh, our what else? You know, phone insurance. I'm sorry, phone, car insurance, house insurance. You know, you got all these basic utilities, and you got all the debt. All the monthly payments for the debt. We put all that down, and golly, we had a whole bunch of lines. I was like, dang. No wonder we're broke every week, every every weekend. No wonder we go negative every you know every every Saturday, every Sunday. You know, cause we spend it all. We spend it all as soon as we get it, and it's already tied up somewhere. And we get nervous, and we get like, we start fighting with each other. You know, it. You know when that happens, because we're fighting with each other because we're not responsible with money. That's what happens. We didn't we didn't stick to the budget that we didn't have a budget to begin with. You know, we're going to the groceries, we get to the checkout line, it says like 120 bucks with no plan at all. And you know, we go to swipe the card and it's like uh insufficient funds. I'm like, "Oh, shoot, I thought we had this money. I thought we had this money there." You know? It's my daughter. Is my daughter Francesca here with me? Francesca's learning how to handle money. Right, mama? How, how do you get money, Francesca? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> clean, okay, the way Francesca gets money, she'll clean her room. And she gets paid for cleaning her room. It's not an allowance. It's commission. Because she knows she knows she's going to learn what it's like. When, when I work for money, this is how I make money. So she works, cleans her room, cleans her domain. She gets paid for that. If she doesn't clean it, she doesn't get paid. You know what I mean? And there's a, there's other jobs too around the house, like take, like taking out the trash or helping with the dishes. She doesn't get paid for that because those are social. This is a social area. Everybody contributes to it. Myself, my wife also, she contributes to it. So that way she knows she doesn't get paid for every single thing. Then, you know, that's that's kind of weird because it's like she's going to think that she's going to have to get paid for every single thing that she does. But sometimes socially, like, you know, picking up trash or something like that, like on, the, on you know, you don't, you don't get paid for that stuff. But there is stuff that you do work and you do expect to get paid. You know what I mean? And that's when you can be like, okay, you know, this is what I think I'm worth. There's just a lot of stuff that goes into it. And that's what we're teaching our daughter. And we're and she she was a baby when we got out of debt, and the the she so she doesn't know what it's like to be stressed out for because of debt and stuff. She knows that that we give, save, and we spend our money. We save our money. We put it in a jar and save it for something that we want to buy. That's what she does with her money. She knows that we're investing. She sees that we're t we're talking about uh, the properties that we have. You know, possibility to have more properties to have more income coming in. That type of investing. Uh, she sees that we're putting away for her college. We tell her, look, we're putting away for your college for later, you know, that way you can, uh, you know, it'll help you out. That way you don't have to pay all of it by yourself. You know, you can still work and still pay for your books or whatever. You know, we tell her that mommy and daddy have their own 401k, their own Roth IRA to save for later. Um, because, you know, once they're gone, once they're out of the house, you know, we want to, we want to stop working. We want to enjoy life. We want to enjoy some of the money we saved up. And uh, when I bring that up, that doesn't necessarily mean that we have to wait to retirement to, you know, to go on vacation. Because, look, when you're out of debt, you have you have money left over and you can save up for five, six months, you know, five, you know, five thousand dollars every month. Say that for six months, you save six thousand dollars. You know, we can go on a trip. We can go on. You know, we can go somewhere. So when you when we got out of debt, 
we we thought like, oh, we have now we got to pay off the house. You know what I mean? And, and we can't have no fun. We can't do nothing. It only took us less than two years to get out of debt. You know, we we we, we took all that time to make all that mess of debt, trying to have fun, trying to show that we had, you know, status. And then once we got, you know, we we got a handle on it. Less than two years to get out of debt, y'all. And and if you think of that compared to all the years after that, you have to do stuff with your money. It's nothing. It's 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 minuscule. It's a small portion of your life. Uh, you know, we got out of it. So anyway, so you, I mean, you don't have to wait to get out. Of, you know, yes, when you're getting out of out of consumer debt, like your credit cards, your car payments, your student loans, not your mortgage. When you're getting out of consumer debt, you want to you, you think fast. You can do it quickly. You, you can do it quickly. I mean, look how fast we did it. Less than two years. I'm a truck driver. My wife's a paramedic. We both work overtime, you know, a lot, a lot, and we stopped going out. Man, we went ham. We freaking, we stopped going out. We took sack lunches. We sold some stuff. We went crazy. We went to flip phones. That's how stupid it was because our car payment was huge. We are like, damn, how do we get it to go down? We thought flip phones, and we did that for like a year, and then and then we dis- we decided to go back to smartphones with Cricket uh, or Sprint or something like that. Or No, Cricket. And it was like 90 bucks a month, 100 bucks a month for, you know, to have a smartphone. So we did that. Uh, we got rid of the cable. All we had was Internet and Netflix and, and I think Amazon Prime or something like that. We had that compared to $200 for, for cable. You know what I'm saying? Our, our Internet was like, I think like 55 and then Netflix and Amazon was another twenty, so it was like seventy-five bucks. So we brought the the, the cable bill from two hundred to seventy. I mean, be, I mean, we had movies, which was like uh, Netflix and Amazon. But look how we had a freaking VHS before we before we got Netflix and, and a smart TV and a uh, and Amazon and Netflix. We had a freaking VHS. Box TV this big While we were getting out of debt The VHS was stuck Was on the bottom And I, we And to watch movies We would freaking go To To uh, Half price books To buy 99 cent VHS tapes To watch movies While we were getting out of debt That was crazy Oh my gosh We weren't home that much anyway Because we were always working But when we When we would be home we would watch the VHS tapes. Man, that was crazy. But that, like, that's a sacrifice. And that's how we were able to do it in less than two years. Those sacrifices. That's what it took. And now it's like, dude, we got a smart TV with the Roku. We got, you know, HBO. Uh, through Cricket. We have Amazon Prime. We got Netflix. We got all that stuff. We got the smart TV. And shoot, man. We bought... We bought a, a new car for my wife, which was like $4,000, used Honda, 2006, I think. We got a deal on that one because it only had like, I think it was like 80,000 80, miles or 60,000 miles or something like that. Apparently, the car had got hit. You know, it needed body work, but it got hit a long time ago and it sat in a yard for a long time until somebody fixed the body on it. The engine was still good. It just didn't have a lot of miles on it. So she drives that thing and shoot. Four thousand dollars is close to five thousand, somewhere around there. Forty, forty-five hundred dollars. You know, and I still, I still have my, I still drive my. You know, we're out of debt and stuff. We have a lot of money. We could afford a car payment, or we could save up to get a new car. 
I still drive my old Ford. It's like a 2006 Ford with 100 and 150,000 miles on it. Still runs fine. It, it it does the job. Like I'm not trying to get a new car either. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it gets me to my job and back. You know, it gets me to the bank if I need to take money out. It gets me to you know the grocery store if I need to go get groceries. Like now I look at it like, dude, I don't need a I don't need a new car. With all with the way the type of investing that we're doing and and the way that we're going with our money, that's the last thing on my list, because it's not a good investment. I don't see it as a good investment. So, maybe in the future I want to get a, a new car, but I mean right now I don't see it in the in the near future, in the distant future yes, but not right now. It's just not a good investment for us right now. But if we did want it to get one. We would we would save up for it and pay for it cash because we decided we're not going to go into consumer debt ever again. So we're not. So if we do gonna if we do decide we can if we wanted to like we could save because we have extra money left over. You know what I mean? After putting to retirement and paying the mortgage, we still got money left over to do. Like we can save that for a new car, you know, and buy a new car. But we don't. I mean, we we just don't see the the. The, the plus side of that right now. Um, once we pay off the, the mortgage, we'll have even more money so we can save up quicker to get a car. And the mortgage is going to be paid off in, what is it, like two and a half years. Two and a half years from now. Uh, so if we do get a car right now, we, we plan to have only 25, like 25% of our, of, of everything that we own. Like say we own Say we have a uh, hundred. Say all of our net worth is a hundred thousand dollars. We'll say that. If our net worth is a hundred thousand dollars, we don't want to have toys that are more than twenty-five percent of a hundred thousand. So say twenty-five thousand. So we don't want to have uh, what is it? Liabilities. We don't want to have any any toys like anything that costs any investments that that like a car's not an investment. I think they're liabilities. So we don't want to have any liabilities that are worth m more than 25% of what we own. You know what I mean? That's investments, that's properties, that's every every everything, right? Because if you have if we have more than that, then then it's it, it the ratio is upside down. Like we have more in in uh into things that are going down in value, which is the car. That's why we don't want to want to have more than 25% of our total, you know, uh, what we own, like uh, money that we own. So 25% it's going to be in toys only. If we have more than that, then our our, our thing would be upside down, uh, or something like that. That's how, that's that's just how how I'm, I was taught to do it. And so, if we do decide to get a car, it's not going to be more than twenty five percent of of everything that we own, including the investments and uh, retirement money. So, if we think about that, like if we think about it like that, then people have two car payments, so they're probably like fifty percent of their you know of their worth. And it's it's too much in toy, too much money wrapped up in toys that are going down in value. Because a car, it basically essentially is, if if you want the nicest, you know, it is a toy. Basically, you know, sometimes it is, you know, a lot of times it isn't. If you know, if it's for to get from point A to point B, but I, I still got to do some more research in that. But I kind of feel that it is because we want nice stuff. Because I got an old truck. It's not nice. It's ugly. You know what I mean? It gets dusty really fast. You know, it's 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 going down in value. Which every other car will, or toys like like sailboats or uh, like a sea doo or you know a boat, 
uh, an RV, any of these things are just, you know, they're just extra, extra miscellaneous stuff that we don't necessarily need. You know what I mean? They're good. They're cool to have. You know what I mean? It, it shows that we have money. Yeah, it might show that, you know, it shows that we have status. But at the end of the day, it's not an investment. You know, so that's the last, that's the last thing on our list right now, a car. Because, you know, we're focused on our kids' college. We're focused on our own retirement. You know what I'm saying? We're focused on saving up for going on vacation. You know, uh, we're focused on giving our money, our temp, you know, money every every time we get paid. You know, but that's in. The, I mean, I, I can't wait to get a new car. That would be not like I. I think about it like, yeah, yeah, I would like a new new car. You know, and my wife wants a new car. You know, she would like one too, and I know the kind that she would. I would like to get her because she likes. You know, but you know, sometime in the future when we can actually afford. To put our money in a liability that is going down in value. You know what I'm saying? Right now, it's not so. Uh, I mean, you, we, it, we can, it's, but it's, it's just not right now. And then it's like it's almost like once we get there, then it becomes like well, it, it can be like an indicator of wealth, like yeah, because you pay for it, like we we would have paid for it cash. But it's like we're not there yet. You know what I mean? It can be an indicator of wealth, uh, you know, if you do have nice cars, you know, in the right circumstances. But if you really don't have the money for it, you're fooling yourself. You're fooling. I mean, you may be fooling people that see you, but you're not fooling. Your, you're not. I mean, you're fooling yourself. So I don't know. It's just it's just upside down the way I think. You know what I mean? And uh, I just I just think we're on a pathway to wealth. And it takes, you know, it doesn't. We want it right now, right away, and sometimes it just doesn't, it won't happen right now, right away. It takes time. It takes effort. You know, if we, like, we didn't get any of it from, I mean, n nobody gave me anything, like, like my, my folks, you know, their pa parents probably didn't give them anything. You know, we did learn stuff, like, we, they, we, we did receive stuff, like, I received, you know, good work ethic from my parents, you know, how to be polite, you know, those types of things. But financially, it's like, uh, you know, we just learned what we learned. And now it's now we, we, we're we trying to change our whole mentality. Like, you know, this is the way to do it. And when we do that, it's like we're the first we're starting it. Like we're the first ones to start it, you know, and then we'll pass it along to our kids, you know, along with, you know, we'll pass on the, the financial responsibility aspect of it to our kids how to be responsible finance financially along with like other things like how, be polite uh say yes and no you know have a good work ethic work for your money uh be nice to people you know what i mean there's a leave an inheritance to your kids financially and you know spiritually well how, whatever you're going to give to your kids you're going to give it to them it's just that where it's kind of like we're the first ones in in the generation to do something that's different from what has been done. We're out of debt. We choose not to borrow any more money for debt, which is I mean, how many people actually do that? You know what I mean? If we're still stuck in the we need debt for everything phase, then then that we're gonna leave that inheritance to our kids. If we still do that, decide to do that. If we decide to be out of debt and pay things cash for stuff. You know, then that we're gonna leave that inheritance to our kids. So it's all it's all a matter of being patient. If you're the first one to do it, to actually you know 
see the fruits of your labor. You know, we want to see it right now, right away. It just, it just not going to happen like that sometimes. Anyway, I appreciate y'all listening. Stay tuned for some more uh, episodes. Thanks a lot. Bye.